When I bought the book Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport, it was based on a complete misunderstanding of what the term digital minimalism meant. I had my life cluttered up with digital files all over the place. My computer, cloud drives, files for everything, saved articles, ideas, and so much more. My online life was far more cluttered than I allowed my home life to be. I'll admit, I was an online hoarder, and I needed help. And I found this book and assumed by the title that the answer was inside. What the book was actually about did far more to enhance my life than my mistaken assumption. Let's talk about that in five, four, three, two. Welcome to the Second Mix Podcast, where creators and aspiring entrepreneurs go to reflect, revise, and remix their lives and find the mindset they need to thrive without conforming. Nobody's better than you, nobody's smarter than you, and you don't need anyone's permission to succeed. My name is Matthew Bennett, and I was a miserable fool until I discovered all this stuff and changed my life. Now I'm passing it on and paying it forward. At the end of this episode, there's going to be a call to action to take some little step to remix your life. Take advantage of these exercises and watch things begin to change for you. Digital minimalism, according to Cal Newport, is a philosophy of technology use in which you focus your online time on a small number of carefully selected and optimized activities that strongly support things you value and then happily miss out on everything else. Billions of dollars have been invested in making sure that we are glued to our screens. Not only are we actually addicted to our devices, but our devices have been engineered to make sure this is the outcome. Tech companies do this by positive reinforcement like likes, notifications, and comments, and by using our own natural drives for social approval. Newport says, People who subscribe to this philosophy of digital minimalism don't mind missing out on small things. What worries them much more is diminishing the large things they already know for sure make their life good. So three things I learned in reading this book. Number one, I was flooding myself with devices, apps, and services. I actually had the question in my mind, I want to book an Airbnb. Should I do it on my phone, my tablet, my laptop? I wonder if there's a Kindle app for Airbnb, trying to organize my life around which apps I would use for which services and what device to use to perform what task. It's frustrating and confusing, and I get lost in the paradox of choice. Too many options to make a wise decision. For instance, if I only had a laptop, there would be no confusion. I'm going to quote here, digital minimalists derive significant satisfaction from their general commitment to being more intentional about how they engage with new technologies. This source of satisfaction is independent of the specific decisions they make and is one of the biggest reasons that minimalism tends to be immensely meaningful to its practitioners. Instead of being ruled by the technologies, use them as tools and stay away from them unless you need them to accomplish something. I would look pretty weird if I walked around with a hammer in my hand all day, randomly pounding on things with it just because it makes me feel good. All right, three things I learned. Number two, 
Newport has a well-thought-out system for narrowing down the technologies we use, and it starts with taking a 30-day break, focusing primarily on new technologies, which describes apps, sites, and tools delivered through a computer or mobile phone screen. You should probably also include video games and streaming video in this category. This 30-day break is from the tech that you use that you consider optional. Things you can stop using without harming or causing major issues in your professional or personal life. He says in some cases you'll abstain from using the optional technology altogether, while in other cases you might specify a set of operating procedures, I love that word, those two words, that dictate exactly when and how you use the technology during the process. In the end, you're left with a list of banned technologies along with relevant operating procedures. Write this down and put it somewhere you'll see every day. Clarity in what you're allowed and not allowed to do during the declutter will prove its key to success. During the 30 days, Newport says it's vital to aggressively look for higher quality activities to fill the extra time you have on your hands. Take this time to explore real life and learn which real world activities bring you true satisfaction. So in the end of the experiment, you can allow tech to assist you in these new activities without dominating your time and mental space. Things I learned number three, I learned a series of excellent questions as I introduce or reintroduce technology into my life. I now have a framework in place to help me stop chasing shiny technology objects and focus on what counts. Newport's questions are as follows. A, does this technology directly support something that I deeply value? B, is this technology the best way to support this value? And C, how am I going to use this technology going forward to maximize its value and minimize its harms? Asking yourself questions is almost always the key to solving your problems. And these three questions are so valuable. I'd recommend listening to this again and jotting them down. All right, three things I will change in my life as a result of reading digital minimalism. Number one, I'm going to start by getting rid of devices. I have too many, and this adds to the clutter in my mind. Then I'm going to remove every app on my phone that distracts me and is unnecessary. If I need to check my bank account, I can open a browser. This sort of thinking is going to help me clarify what I want. Number two, I'm going to spend some time reflecting, however much time it takes, to consider how the technology I use is adding to or distracting me from my purpose and values. I'll analyze every app or service I use and I'll get rid of the ones that I don't need and create a list of rules, a system for how I will use the apps that I do need. In this reflection, I'm also going to write down the things I want to do. As Cal Newport said, I want to aggressively explore high quality activities. Number three, I am going to spend more time alone thinking. I'm going to spend more time with people I love in the complete absence of technology. Sometimes when I go for hikes, I'm listening to books, and this has been really good for me, but there are also times that I need to just let my mind wander. Ever since I read Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday, I had the thought to use the first half of my hike to listen and the second half of my hike to think and process. I also had the idea to take the first half of my hike to think about something specific 
And then the second half of my hike, I believe this was recommended in the book to take the second half of my hike and then let my mind wander after I've pondered something specific, not using technology at all, not listening to a book, not listening to a motivational speaker. When two books remind me of something that I want to do, it's a fortunate event and it's something that I want to pay attention to and employ. So I'm going to add that to my life. The most important passage of the book. Well, let's get there. This book had so many good spots in it. It was really difficult to choose. I had a list of probably 20 quotes that I could have put here, and each of them would have been valuable. So I'm going to take a very, very short one that meant the most to me. Cal Newport says in this book, leave good evidence of yourself. Do good work. Put aside the distractions of the day to think in a crystal clear way about what you want and how you're going to leave your mark on this world. Closing up, I can honestly say that when it comes to overuse of technology and wanting to limit our time, we are all in this together. So choose what is valuable, discard the rest. Reading digital minimalism is a good start and the rest is up to us. This week in your journal, take some time yourself to reflect how you're using technologies, how much control those technologies have over you. Consider, for real, consider what it would be like to take a 30-day break from all the technology that you don't need. You don't have to take a break from the stuff that you need to use for work, but what technologies can you abandon for 30 days and have your life not really influenced in a negative way. Think about those things, write down what you can get rid of. And Hey, if you can only stop doing one thing and gain yourself five minutes a day, do it. Just get that stuff in your journal. I will see you guys in the ideas and concepts Facebook group. We can talk about this more. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the Second Mix Podcast. Once again, I am Matthew Bennett. If you are on Apple, please give me five stars and leave a review. Whatever platform you use, you can subscribe to hear the latest episodes of the show. I answer every email sent to matt at secondmix.net, and I love to hear from listeners. If you know of anyone who will find this show helpful or useful, please share this with them. I can't reach them without your help. Take steps that will make your week incredible until we meet again. Keep reflecting, revising, and remixing your life. I'll see you soon.